A Florida church will be moving into a former strip club. And a Florida man breaks into a house to cook himself breakfast, tells the owner, go back to bed, dude. And a family is outraged after a Universal Studios character made the OK symbol on their six-year-old's shoulder in a photo. These are the Florida Friday stories. That's what's up. It's Friday, guys. Aren't you glad the weekend is here? And with the weekend comes the Florida Friday stories. I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida Friday stories. Appreciate you. They're very good. It was very difficult to choose these three, but I think they're hilarious. And we might learn something about ourselves and more reasons never to go to Florida. Here we go. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A Florida church is about to move its church services into a former strip club. A Florida church that currently meets at a high school is considering buying a former strip club to hold its services. Yeah, you can't have your services at a high school. Come on, no one's going to take you seriously. You need to move your services into a place that'll allow people to know that you mean real church business. Like a former strip club, for instance. (laughs) This is amazing to me. Josh Mowney, M-A-U-N-E-Y. Did I say it right? Who cares? He's the lead pastor at New Sound Church in Wellington, Florida. He said his organization came to terms to buy a building in suburban West Palm Beach that formerly used to house Double D's Ranch. (laughs) Double D's, D-E-E, apostrophe S, Double D's Ranch. A former strip club. That's a great name for a strip club. I want to meet D. What's D all about? Imagine if D had small boobs. Like, oh, Double D's Ranch. Let me meet D. Oh, D, what's up? All that is left to close the deal is signing the paperwork, Mr. Mowney said. But as of but as of Tuesday of this listing, the property remained active. While Mowney did not say how much the church will pay for the property, this 20,000-square-foot former bar and strip club is listed for $9 million. Oh, that's a lot. To go from a high school to buying a $9 million building? That's outstanding. That's how you up your production value, your church production value, for sure. Mowney said that his church will be very pleased to be able to seat between 600 and 700 people in this former strip club. Currently, the church services are held every Sunday at Wellington High School, located in western Palm Beach County. Here's a quote. I don't mind being in a building that was a strip club any more than I mind somebody walking in our doors that had at one time in their life been a stripper. We believe that we can bring hope and healing to any location, and that's what we're trying to do. Double D's has an edgy past. The site was purchased in 2013 by a man the FBI FBI described as having connections to the Colombo crime family. That doesn't deter Mounty. I believe that God is opening up some doors that a 20-month-old church can't open by themselves. The people that call New Sound Church home are overwhelmingly excited about the idea to take a space like this you know, this former strip club, and see God do something amazing inside it. Yeah, God was doing something amazing inside it while it was a strip club as well, Mr. Mounting. I don't know if you've ever been to a strip club, but man, the amount of times I've said, oh my God, in a strip club, way more times than I've said it at church, that's for sure. The amount of times I've been in a strip strip club and said, wow, am I glad to be alive? And even asked myself, you know, is this heaven? Am I in heaven right now? (laughs) Especially 
in the back room. You know, if you've ever had the luxury of being in the back room of a strip club, you might ask yourself, is this heaven? <laughs> of course, there's nothing wrong with having a church in a former strip club. I don't take churches that seriously anyways, to be honest with you. That's just me. And by the way, there's just as much, just as much, blah. There's just as much, much, I can't even speak. Just as much sexual activity going on in some churches as you'd find in strip clubs, I'd say. <laughs> oh, is that wrong? Yeah, come on. <laughs> so, so what? <laughs> in fact, just keep the poles in. Why not? <laughs> just leave them there. Oh. Uh, Imagine that in the place of the polls, though, you're probably going to see some um, re religious icons, you know. The problem with the strip clubs is there's no windows in these places, so you're going to really have to refurb the place. You know, you got to get that stained glass in there. What I think would be cool is to have not a church that was in a building that used to be a strip club, but a strip club that was in a building that used to be a church. Oh, that'd be fabulous. The stained glass light coming through bathing the beautiful dancers in the light of God. Am I going to hell for saying this? <laughs> there's no hell. <laughs> if there's a hell, we're living in it. <laughs> Weird AF News is a testament to that. <laughs> and by the way, I feel bad for the people that were fans of Double D's strip club. That You know, they might show up to the what was once a strip club and just be very surprised that it's a church. <laughs> Walking in the door like, where's Candy? And Lexi, like, no, no, we, uh, we have none of that. We have, we have Pastor Mounty. <laughs> Sorry, but we will take your ones. Please put them in the basket. <laughs> Feel free to make it rain for Jesus. A Florida man breaks into a home to cook himself some breakfast, tells the owner to go back to sleep. Yes, a Florida burglar who told the homeowner to go back to sleep when caught cooking himself breakfast, was arrested. The article begins by saying, there's nothing quite as crippling as the craving for a good, filthy fry-up. Bacon, sausage links, black pudding, square sausage, eggs. You just can't beat it. My question is, what the hell is black pudding? Never heard of that. Square sausage? Eh. I'll stick with the links, to be honest with you. Not sure what this black pudding is. That said, there's no amount of hunger in the world that should motivate you to break into somebody else's home just to cook yourself some breakfast. I say, why not? There is an amount of hunger in the world that could motivate you to do such things, especially in Florida. As reported to the media, Pinellas County investigators, man, it's always Pinellas County. What is with this Pinellas County? I'll tell you right now, I'm never driving through Pinellas County. They say that a man named Gavin Krim, who's a Marine, broke into a home on Thursday. Did he steal anything? Swipe up some money or ornaments, perhaps? Break into a safe? No, no. Didn't steal diamonds, neither. No. He simply walked through the unlocked rear door and began cooking in the kitchen and then eating the food. The victim's food. When the... Bewildered resident of the home found the 19-year-old chowing down on his cooked meal. He was told, go back to sleep. You've got to admit the brass balls on this teenager would be impressive if he hadn't broken the law. Alas, the burglar's charms were not enough to convince the homeowner to simply retreat back to bed. No, the resident threatened to call 911, of course, which spurred Krim to flee the home before the police could get there. 
Deputies from the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office eventually found the man in the woods adjacent to a swampy area behind the house where he was arrested. Yeah, he just went into the swamp to digest, you know, as an alligator would. He's just being Floridian, as you know. According to the county sheriff's office, Krim confessed to breaking into the house, but his motivations weren't entirely clear. I guess we'll never know if he wanted to steal anything or if he was just genuinely starving. The police report outlines that the 19-year-old may have been under the influence of alcohol at the time of the incident. Oh, really? Probably more than just alcohol. Listen, you're setting the bar really high for this guy. Okay? Drop it down a little bit. He's 19 years old. He's probably on some crazy shit, right? Krim has been charged with burglary of an occupied dwelling, which is a little bit different than burglary of an unoccupied dwelling, I'd imagine. The article says breakfast is the most important meal of the day, after all. (laughs) It can kickstart your metabolism, if you didn't know. And it allows you to burn calories throughout the day. It also gives you the energy required to get things done, whether it be your first article of the day or dealing with the public in a retail job or just giving you the energy to go about your day in Florida, acquiring all sorts of narcotics and robbing banks, taking your pet alligator to a 7-Eleven to buy a 40 of OE, (laughs) to make meth in your little cabin in the swamp. Breakfast is an important meal for everybody, even Floridians. That's what the article wants you to know. (laughs) I love how it ends by saying, hey guys, just so you know, breakfast is an important meal of the day. So if you're going to break into somebody's house, start the break in and with a nice hearty meal, you know, before you go rummaging through their, their goods and their closets, looking for their, their booty, cook yourself up some, some eggs and sausage and bacon. (laughs) Make yourself a, a breakfast sandwich while you're at it. Why not? And then get into the safe cracking or whatever else you're into. They kind of glossed over the fact that he's a Marine, by the way. I'm not saying he should be able to get away with such things, but, you know, he is military. You know, we let the military, you know, cut the line. They don't have to pay for certain things. They get special seating at events and whatnot. And, you know, makes me think that the owner should have just been like, oh, you're a Marine. Thank you for serving our country. Eat up. And, you know, I'll, I'll make you a coffee for the road. How about that? You can go drink it in your swamp. I just love the confidence of this Marine to just calmly tell the person, go back to sleep. Like expecting that the person would just go back to sleep. That's some serious burglar confidence right there. What would be more confident than that if he was like, well, now that you're up, why don't you show me how to work this coffee pot? Then go back to sleep. (laughs) Give me a foot rub while I make this bacon. Then go back to sleep. (laughs) My friends are coming over. Set up the table. We're having a brunch and you're not invited. (laughs) Where is the orange juice and champagne? Better yet, go to Costco. Get me some. Enough for 12 Marines. Then go back to sleep. Yay! It's Florida Fridays. Only on Weird AF News. Florida's nuts. Craziest crimes Everyone's on Hardcore drugs
Family is outraged after a universal character made the OK symbol on their six-year-old's shoulder in a picture. Yes, a despicable me character made a hand gesture associated with white supremacy at Universal Orlando. Tiffany Zinger said it was painful telling her daughter that she couldn't use a family vacation photo for her second grade class project. Why? because the image was tainted by what appeared to be a symbol of hatred. The photo shows the six-year-old girl, who is biracial and has autism, posing with an actor dressed as the movie character Guru, I'm sorry, Gru, from Despicable Me, during a Universal Orlando breakfast event attended by the Zinger family in March. The character formed an upside-down OK symbol with his fingers, recognized by many as a hate symbol. This upside-down OK symbol was placed on the little girl's shoulder in the picture. A Universal Orlando Resort spokesman said that inquiries about the episode, uh, during inquiries about the episode, that the actor has since been fired uh, and said that Universal had no further comment and would not answer questions about this episode. Tiffany Zinger, who is black, and her husband Richard Zinger, who is white, traveled with their daughter and her younger brother from Colorado to Orlando, where they own a home. All of that is not helpful information, but, you know, got to get through it. The Zingers were at Universal Orlando for the day to attend the character breakfast. Uh, We just wanted to take them to see the Minions, Tiffany said. You know, do something special for our family. And this person just ruined that special warm feeling. The Zingers said they did not initially notice what happened with the actor. It was very slick, very sly. But while going through their vacation photos fairly recently, they noticed the controversial symbol on their daughter's shoulder. The couple began digging deeper into their smartphone photos and videos to find more evidence of what they were seeing. Finally, they landed on a video taken at the same time of the picture that confirmed their worst fears. In the 30-second clip, Zinger's daughter is being directed to stand by the Gru character. As she excitedly walks toward him, he gestures for her to stand to his side. The Gru character first places his hand behind her shoulder. Then the character moves his right hand on top of her shoulder and curls his thumb and index finger into a clearly visible OK symbol. The gesture has become a symbol of concern because it it has been used by white supremacists and other far-right extremists. Zinger's two-year-old son also posed in the shot next to a minion as well. It's more than the OK sign, is a quote from the husband. A lot of people don't understand what that sign means. Yes, and I was kind of unfamiliar with it as well. I I had seen some articles about it, but I had never did a deep dive into it. uh, You know, because these things become fashionable and then they disappear. Um, But apparently this one's here to stay. Uh, The Anti-Defamation League added this hand gesture, the OK hand gesture, which forever... To me, it just meant okay. I had no had no ideas that it meant anything else. Um, but this hand gesture has been added to the online database very recently. Hate on display is the name of it. 
the database apparently, which is a long-standing list that provides explanations for symbols, memes, and slogans that are frequently used by white supremacists and other hate groups. However, the hand symbol has had many meanings before it evolved into an expression of hate. Uh, someone else said that this symbol began showing up about four years ago as an online trolling tactic used by white supremacists. And they say white supremacists like to photobomb images with hate symbols such as this and share them online as an inside joke or a prank. It's a game for them to slip their hate symbols into contexts that don't belong, says this media individual. However, since the hand gesture has many different meanings... The context is key, and it's difficult to pinpoint a hate symbol if there isn't information about the person who's doing it. Tiffany, who recognized the symbol as hateful, said she was horrified that her daughter had her first exposure to racism at a family-friendly park. Richard and Tiffany have reached out to Universal, and the staff told the family that the situation was being investigated. Uh... She says, I just want somebody to take responsibility for it because nobody's taking responsibility for anything. The zinger said they didn't see the hand symbol when taking the picture, obviously. The only thing they saw was their smiling daughter who was excited to meet the character from her favorite movie. They were hoping to get a family memory captured forever. But now the family says the hateful symbol is the only thing they can see in this photo. They may pursue legal actions. She says, I want to cause change. I hope this doesn't happen to another family again, and I pray that this doesn't happen to another child. Well, I got to tell you, um, I mean, I'm not, de- I'm not going to defend anything that was done, but, you know, you know, these Disney and these parks, they pay their, their employees nothing. You know what I'm saying? They get the people that put the Mickey Mouse head on and the Minions head. I mean, imagine what they're getting paid, right? They're hiring degenerates, man. Total degenerates. You don't know what you're going to get. They'll grab your wife's ass in a photo. Minnie Mouse will grope you. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that, but I mean, most people hate it. Did I ever tell you the story how I hit on Pocahontas at Disney? <laughs> my my little cousins won't stop talking about it, and I just saw them in Massachusetts, and like one of the first things they said was like, have you spoken to po- Pocahontas? Because I tried to get her number. <laughs> she was so hot. Oh, man. But, you know, they don't pay these people anything, and so you get degenerates. Whenever you're in an industry where people aren't being paid, this is what you get. You know, and I blame these organizations. I blame Disney. I blame Universal. Pay your employees, man. That's not going to solve all the problems. Of course, someone's going to slip through the cracks. Have you seen the people that work at Haunted Mazes during October? They're like freaking carnies, man. These people are paid nothing. To put on some zombie makeup and scare people. And then you hear stories about how people being groped in these haunted houses. Of course! They're, these are criminals. They're looking for seasonal work. You know the type of people that look for seasonal work? They're not like regular citizens, okay? They can't get a long-time, long-standing real job. Why? Criminal records, addictions, whatever. They're just bad in a meeting, in an interview. They'll grope you in the interview can't fill out an application, these people. These are what you're getting at Universal, putting on a Minions hat. Who are those people? You know who they are? I'll tell you right now. Criminals, especially in Florida. Imagine somebody in Florida working at a, at a park like this. What kind of person that is? 
So it's like Universal's got to step up their game and just not and pay people and not hire people like this. I mean, in Disney, the same. But you're in Florida. Who the hell knows? The people that go and get these temporary jobs, they're like, they can't do much else. There's a reason for that. They just have undeveloped brains. They have questionable morals. Uh, as for this symbol, I did a little research on it because I just, I'm like, wow, is this really what's going on? Yes. Now, you can't do the OK sign, apparently. I've been doing the OK sign my whole life. I never knew what it meant. Now I got to just do the thumbs up. I don't know what to do. How do I act in this instance, guys? Do I do away with this symbol as in my life? I'm trying to be a better person here. I don't want to offend anybody. But then again, I'm, al- I'm always like, you know, it's not the word in the symbol. It's the intention behind it and the emotion behind it. Uh, but in this instance, I saw the video. I saw the photo. This character is clearly, within that context, the intention behind it is nefarious. It is bad. This person did this on purpose. And uh, it is being used as a hatred, a symbol of hatred within this context. For sure. For sure. But can I still use the OK symbol in a different context? Can I really say A-OK and do that? I mean, is that OK? Do we just got to just get rid of the word OK as well? Because sometimes when I say it, I give the symbol at the same time. Hey, you're doing okay. And I'll do a little. And I'm smiling. That's the context. I guess I can't do this anymore. I don't know. I ask you, my fellow weirdos, help me be a better person. Help me act properly in our new culture. (laughs) I struggle in the new culture. I do. This is a very long story. It asks many questions. It's very controversial. I hope that you'll call the show. 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I'm, I'm certain Angry Florida Man has an opinion about this. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Angry Florida Man does this sort of thing all the time. Yeah, I bet you do use that. You use that OK symbol down there, buddy. I'm sure. I don't even know the guy's name. I don't care. Call the show. Wow, oh, that's some good caffeine, guys. Thanks for listening to the Florida Friday episode all the way to the end. I hope you enjoyed that. I know Florida Fridays is your favorite episodes of all the Weird AF News shows. I know that because I have analytics that tell me so. So I hope you enjoyed today's stories. I want to give a shout out to Jess Magoo, who on Twitter wrote me, Jonesy, don't listen to those haters who tell you that you're not funny or you can't sing. They're just jealous that you are loud and proud and I'm singing a jingle. Keep it up. Thank you, Jess Magoo on Twitter, making me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Jess Magoo, making me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. Making me feel like what I'm doing is okay. A-okay. Yes, uh, that comes from, you know, that's a reaction to some reviews. I got some bad reviews on Amazon about the podcast, guys. So listen, help Jonesy out. Go write a positive review on uh, Amazon or iTunes or whatever the hell it is that you listen on. Whatever platform you're on, Stitcher, write a review. Share it with a friend. Subscribe, like. I'm sure you've done all these things. Uh... I'm on, I'm on the Spotify as well. So pleased. So pleased. You can listen to me on your smart speaker. Yes, your Google Home, Google Home Mini, your Alexa. And I'm trying to figure out a way to fix the Alexa snag, which is going on right now. And I've been going back and forth with their developers. And uh, it's really not my area of expertise. So if anybody knows anything about this shit, please reach out to me because I need to fix the situation. Um, what else? Oh, I hope you have a great weekend. Of course. Hope it's weird. Uh hope it's fun. 
Got some nice weather where I'm at. Cincinnati, still here. Going to be here all weekend. Then I'll be in Florida. I'm in Florida. No! How did I say that? I'm just so accustomed to saying the word Florida on Fridays that it just seeps out of me unexpectedly, involuntarily, unconsciously, et cetera, et cetera. Insert other word. Uh, going back to LA is what I mean, and I'm going to be back on track with everything. Get my microphone. You'll have a better quality podcast, more timely, and a little crazier too. Because when I'm at home, uh, the caffeine really flows on a whole other level, you know, along with some other chemicals. Uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that. Uh, make sure you check me out on Instagram at funny Jones. You can kind of follow my travels. Yeah. Last night I took a nice stroll along the Ohio river, walked around the Cincinnati Reds ballpark, which is closed. Took some photos and videos of the, of the, uh, lovely riverboat that came by. Wow. They got some riverboats over here. Pretty cool. In fact, I'm going to be on one tomorrow, and I'll be making videos and photos of that as well. So Instagram, at Funny Jones, you can follow my adventures. I went to Serpent Mound the other day, shot a really cool video, which I'm going to edit and put on my Patreon. On Twitter, it's at Funny Jones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also make a PayPal donation to funnyjones at gmail.com as well. You can, you know, buy me lunch on the river. <laughs> Yes, yes. Lastly, check out the Patreon. Yes, that's right. Pimping out the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News where you can get bonus episodes and see some curated content, as they call it. Very curated content on there. Making videos just for you. Weird shit is on there. Extra. Download the Alligators Everywhere song along with some other stuff. Pretty dope. You can download my comedy album. So check out the patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Give me a nice present when I arrive in L.A. when I open my email and I go, oh, new people have joined the Patreon. And then it, it makes my day amazing. And I can give you a nice shout out as well. Well, listen, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. I appreciate you. Hey, Jonesy, it's Desert Fox. I have got to comment on the uh, radiation lady. <laughs> I have the perfect town for it. It's Green Bank... West Virginia, and you need to write this down because it's a perfect story for for Weird AF. <laughs> I mean, it, no cell phones, no Wi-Fi, no radios. It's old school for real. I mean, they have internet, but it's all landline. Everything's plugged into something because it needs to be below a certain amount of decibels because they have these giant antennas that all they do is search for alien transmissions. Yeah, bro. They, they're all scientists studying the stars. They say they want to see how the Milky Way was formed. No, they don't. They want to talk to the aliens, bro. You need to get on that. <laughs>